All right, we're learning today a topic that is also interesting, also has to do with mystical creatures. For anybody that didn't see the mystical creatures, you have to see all the, all the series of the mystical creatures, all the wolfmen, the werewolf, the, the, the vampires, the mermaids, the, it's, it, it, there's, there's few things that are very, that Nesade, a few things that a mamash will take away your breath. And today, on the same topic, something that's now very hot, whoever listens a little bit to news can hear on many news sites reporting that the feds are warning a group of people that are, that are, that are vowed to go to what is called the Area 51 in Nevada, that's a military place, huge. And, and they, 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 they're saying they're going there on September 20th from 3 to 6 a.m. They're invading and they want to see the UFOs. They want to see the aliens. And it's been taken, it's, it's, it's becoming uh, viral. They have a Facebook uh, page. Over a million people promised to, uh, to show up over there. And it's becoming serious news. It's so much so that the feds got involved. The, the, the president was asked about it already a few times in the last two weeks. And he had to comment and uh, tell his opinion whether there are aliens, there are UFOs, or there aren't. And he was, uh, he was pretty much skeptical about it. He didn't say yes. He didn't say no. He said that he himself doesn't, is not a, a big believer in it. But he keeps an open mind. And the, the, the news... Uh, keeps on speaking about it, and it's becoming a hit. And just a couple of days ago, President Trump spoke about it, and it's constant, and they're picking up a volume of people, over a million people. They're now, I think, by uh, 1.2 million people that signed up to go over there. They have a name for it. They're saying they're storming Area 51. They can't stop all of us. That's what the page is, uh, is saying. And uh, they, uh, they're using wording like, show them, they want to see the aliens, show them to us. They have, uh, you know, the military has uh, pilots, military pilots that have been testifying. This, they saw things that they could, uh, they, they, they are pretty sure that are UFOs. They saw things that can't be explained in any other way. So we don't, we're talking about uh, pilots that are very high officials in the, in the army in the military, and they're testifying to different things, and it's so much so that the American uh, military spent last year $22 million in uh, searching for UFOs for evidence. So this is real. It's not something that was up to, uh, up to now. It was like uh, something on the air that you wouldn't know. Maybe it's something uh, that is more like a mashal, or things that people imagined, and uh, they had all kinds of different uh, videos of showing things that could be that all made up. But today, if military is willing to spend so much money, $22 million, if the feds are taking this seriously, if people are storming Area 51 on, uh, on, to, on September 20th, so they're taking this seriously. They're taking this seriously. And we are here to find out in our end, what does the Torah say about it? You know that the Torah has an opinion of everything. Torah, you'll find in the Torah opinion on everything. 
And we want to know today, does the Torah speak about UFOs, that the Torah speaks about aliens? And in order to open this, there's very famous uh, Zohar in various places, and it's called normally Sheva Ha'aratzot, the seven lands. And as we see, as we learn this, that the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world, says the Zohar, is like onion with different shichvot, different layers. That's the, that's the term the Zohar uses, which means there are seven different layers that each layer has a different world physical. We're not talking anything spiritual today. Everything we're speaking today, according to the commentators of the Zohar, all speak about physical worlds, which means if you dig deep enough, it, there's a midrash that Ben Yoyada said that the depth to the next world is a length of 500 years of walking. So if you walk 500 years, you'll be able to reach the next world. As we'll see soon, we'll see all of that. In those different worlds, which means we have our own world, which is called Tevel, where we live, on top of the world, and then the six other layers going down. And those six worlds are not empty. They have over there a population of people, as we'll see right now. And those people have different characteristics. And they look very, very, some of them look very, very different than we do. For instance, I'll give you an example. You're all familiar with E.T., right? Some of us even grew on that, uh, on that fiction called E.T., and the Zohar explains that there's a world, actually, if you go two layers down, there's a co- world called Neshia. And the Zohar says that over there, you have creatures that are, are the, the feet, the legs are very, very tiny. They have no feet, just like if you ever see the E.T., he doesn't have any uh, legs, he just has feet coming out from his belly or whatever. And the face is without any nose, so you have only two holes, says the Zohar. And they're very, very small. So that's Mamash, if you can, if you can guess. I would see in front of my eyes the feature of E.T. But that's what it is in the Shia. That's a Zohar in few places. Those creatures, as we're going to learn about it in the Zohar, we read about it, sometimes, the Zohar says, are able to come to visit our world. Now, if you have an E.T. visiting our world, or you have a man as one of the features that live on those worlds, with two heads coming to visit our world, and we see him, uh, obviously, he doesn't walk on the ground, he has his own way of living. We see him flying, or even walking on the ground. Here you have yourself, an alien, a UFOs, according to Toratenu Akedosha. So I want to read you over here what the Torah says. The Torah says, I'm reading it right now, I'll read various places, I'll give you the Mare Mekomot, this is all from the Zohar HaKadosh. The Zohar says, in Sefer Vaikra Daftet Amudbet, Zayn Shechakim Le'ayla, Vechol Chad Vechad Kochavim Umazorot. Just like you have on top, seven different layers, says the Zohar, of sky, of atmospheres, Veshamashim Dim Shamshim Bechol Rekia Verekia, Uvechul Hu Me'ilen, you have over there Markevot. Markevot, we're not going into the terminology, Kabbalistic terminology, but there's something called Markevot, one on top of the other. 
לקבלה אלא הוא אומר חוטא דמראיו, all of them accepting the yoke of Hashem, וחולהון רקיעין אית רתיחין ושמשין, they all have מרכבות and שמשים, those that serve הקדוש ברוך הוא. That's on top, and the Zohar keeps on explaining, מנהון דוו גדפין ומנהון דדלת גדפין, some of them have six wings, some of them have four wings, whatever that means, I'm going to the next piece in the Zohar, and he says that the same way that you have that, חולו רקיעין אילן על אילן כגילדי בצלים, all those like layers of onions. You peel the first layer, you're up to the next layer. Just like you have on top, you have that on the bottom and the ground. They all go according to Hashem's will, and they, they, they also camp on Hashem's will. It says over here that I'm reading you the Zohar again. The same way you have seven layers on top, on heaven, same way, says the Zohar, you have seven layers, just like the onion layers, on, under the ground. All of them have population. Eretz Yisrael, where we live in our world, which is called Tevel, is the highest, and Eretz Yisrael is even higher than all of them. As it says in the Torah, "V'kamta ve'alita el hamakomahu," says the Gemara in uh, in the fourth parak of Kiddushim, right away in the beginning, that "Mikan sheretz Yisrael gavua mikol ha'aratzot ve'Yerushalayim ilah mikol Yeshuvah." Who's the highest from all? Yerushalayim is even higher than that. So that's just to give you a peek of a little bit of taste of what we're starting to learn over here. And now, the Zohar in Bereshit, Zohar Chadash, we're reading right now, Bereshit Daftet. Explain to us more in details what happens in those worlds. Actually, each world has a name. HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave a name to each world. And the Zohar says the following. You have seven layers, one on top of the other. Just like we explained right now, the seven uh, uh, skies and seven worlds under. What, those, what the names of those? We're going from the bottom, which means the most inner world within our world. Watch the, if, you deep, if, you, if you dig deep enough into the core, what world do you have over there? It's called Eretz. That's the, that's the, innest, the inner one. Adama is the next one over that. Arka, Gei, Neshia, Tzia, these are six, and the seventh one would be Tevel. That's our world over here. Tevel, Tevel That's what the Pasuk in Tehilim Tet says, HaKadosh Buhu will judge Tevel Betzedek. He will judge Tevel. So now, before I even explain that, before we go even into that, I want to tell you that this is not something that's, uh, that's, that the scientists... Uh, in any way, like, refuse or deny, there are those that claim that there is such a thing. And it's a known theory that there's a hollow earth. You ever heard the terminology, the hollow earth? It was by Edmund Halley, which was an astronomer. He lived, he died actually in 1742, and he came up with different calculations that he saw that you can't make sense of the world unless... You explain that the world is hollow. And he explained that ex- same things that we're reading, that there are different worlds within our world. 
But he even said something fascinating that those worlds within our world have their own sun and they have oxygen and therefore they have an ability for people to live in them. Now what does the Torah say about this? When you read those things in the Zohar Kadosh, the Zohar explains that there are there is a sun in some of those worlds. Some of those worlds are completely dark. Some of those worlds have a sun. And before we read the Zohar inside, I want to tell you briefly what, is the, what the Zohar is going to say. So when we read the Zohar, you can easily follow along. So Eretz, which is the most inner place, we call this Eretz, is a dark place without any light. This is the core of the Gehenom. This is the worst place of all. The Zohar explains that Adam Arishon, when, when, when he sinned, he was punished to go to Eretz. That place was a very scary place. The Adam Arishon was very frightened. Not only that it doesn't have any light at all, but also it has what is called Chereva Mithapechet. There's a certain sword from both sides that doesn't allow you to do anything. If you do something, boom, it chops you. So that's a very scary place. After Adam Rishon made Teshuvah, HaKadosh Baruch lifted him to the next world. That world is called Adama. Adama has already stars and constellations. Within that world, we live in our world, we have a different stars and constellations. Within that world, this is the theory that we explained before from Halle, that there is stars, constellations. Soon we see worlds that have even a sun. This world over there has people that are, says the Zohar, that are constantly sad. They're never happy. They do have a way to plant seeds and eat, but they're never able to see to have seeds of grain. All kind of different things. All, all types of grass and vegetables, but not grain, because grain represents. Uh, uh, being smart, as we see that etzadat, Rav Yuda says in the Gemara, etzadat was chita. It says in Brachot Dafmem, Shena Tinok Yodea Likroa Achitom Tam Chita Tam Dagan, which means when does a kid, when does a baby get his wisdom when he's able to eat Dagan? Dagan is, represents five of the different grains: wheat, barley, oats, and so on. So the Midrash Rabbah says, When you see a person that doesn't have brains, people speak like that. It's, a, it's something that people say. When you see a person that doesn't have brains, The people say, that's a saying of people, this person never eats bread, never eats dagan, never eats one of the five grains, and that's why he doesn't have any wisdom. When is a katan? You know that when you want to say a bracha, you want to learn Torah, and there's a waste of a, of, of, a, of a baby, you have to stay away from it. You have to remove it. You can't learn over there. But that's only only when he's able to eat dagan. Beforehand, it doesn't have any meaning. It's all because, as the Gemara explained, the gun makes a person smart. Those people don't have, as we see all those worlds, don't have an ability to plant the gun. They can plant in some places vegetables. In the next world, arka and so on, again, Asia, they can even plant trees of fruits, but they can never plant tevua, grain that would fill them up and give them wisdom. So it says over there that it says, as all explains, that it has stars and constellations, they, they plant in there, people are constantly, are not happy, they're constantly sad, 
who lived there first? Adam Rishon. Because the Kadosh Baruch uplifted him from Eretz to Adama when he made Teshuvah. Now, in Adama, Adam Rishon lived 130 years. And he lived with Lilith, which is uh, Eshedah. And he was able to give birth to many, many, many children that live in there. And all the descendants that you have in there now, living in there, right now as we're talking, says the Zohar, are all the descendants of Adam Arishon. Now obviously, we're all descendants of Adam Arishon, but soon you'll see that there's different groups of descendants. And that, is, take, that takes us to the next world. The next word is Arka. Arka, says the Zohar Kadosh, has a sun as well, shining constantly. And people plant in there, not only vegetables, but they plant also trees in there, which means you have also fruits. Or you have over there the descendants of Cain. When Cain sinned, so HaKadosh Baruch Hu threw him also all the way to Eretz, which was a scary, scary place. When Cain made the Teshuvah, HaKadosh Baruch Hu lifted him not to Adama, but rather to Arka. And now Cain had a lot of children, and the descendants of Cain are in Arka. In Arka you have, says the Zohar, giants, people, giants, and you have midgets. You have very small people. Giants and small people. That's what you have in Arka. Now in Arka, people's brain are not completely formed yet. So they're not smart at all. Part of it is we're saying right now, because they're not able to plant Tevua. But that's but they are able, says the Zohar, to, to give birth, and they die, just like regular human beings, just like in all other worlds, but they don't have that, uh, that wisdom to them. The next world over that is what is called Gay, which is a place that's very large, very big. Again, people plant in there. The Zohar makes a point to show how people eat, what people plant. Over there, you have the descendants of Dor. Migdal Bavel, the Bavel uh, Migdal that they made, a Kadosh who was mefazerotam and he sent them over there. By the way, when we are talking about uh, Kain and Hevel, what did Kain say that a Kadosh who threw him into Eretz? Kain said, You threw me away, you expelled me from Adama. Which means, even Adama I didn't get. I'm going all the way down to Eretz. So Cain went all the way down to Eretz. And then when he made the Shuvah, Kadosh Baruch lifted him to the third world, which is Arka. In Gei, you have over there Tzetzai, Dor, Migdal Bavel. And they are much wiser than the other people in the other worlds. In that world, you have a lot of wealth. You have over there gold. You have over there good stones, and so on. Next world after that is Neshia. Neshia in, in uh, Aramaic called, is called Neshia. When you want to say somebody forgot something, it's Nashe, which means Neshia is Melashon, forgetting. Those people that we explained that looks like an E.T. feature are constantly forgetting everything. They don't remember anything. That's what the Zohar makes a point to tell us this idea. Now again, we spoke about who's those people that live in there, but the Zohar also tells us that those that from uh, Migdal Bavel were separated not only to Gay, also to Neshia, and also to Tziah, which is the next world. Tziah also is a place that's completely dry, doesn't have any water at all. And the people that live in there, says the Zohar, are beautiful people, they're very good looking, but since they don't have water, they have craving 
to get water from Tevel. This is our world. So once in a while, they'll go up to look for water. And that's why sometimes you'll see such a thing. The Zohar explains in different places that, that uh, the Chachamim uh, were able to see those, uh, those that came up. For instance, if you want to see a case like that, says the Zohar the following. The Zohar speaks about Rabbi Norai that actually went down. Rabbi Norai, this is the Zohar in Vaikra, the Fyudamud Bet. Rabbi Norai Saba Parish Leama Rabba. He went on the, on the boat cruise. Vitrages Yama, and the, 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 the ocean started becoming well. Vitabedu Kolinunda Avu Barba. All the people in the boat died. They all drowned. I guess maybe the boat flipped or whatever it was. Vitrages Lenisa, he had a miracle. Venachat Bishvilinia Dian Beliba de Yama. He, Akadosh Buhu, took him with that miracle into roots that took him exactly to the world under. He went to a populated place underground. He saw those that we spoke about, those different creatures. All of them were very tiny, very small. And they prayed to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. They all have connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Zohar keeps on saying that in different places. But he couldn't understand them. If you ever uh, heard E.T., you can't understand what he's saying. So they can't understand what they were He couldn't understand what they were saying. HaKadosh Baruch Hu saved him and pulled him up again to the world, to this world. Amar, he came out and he said the following words, says the Zohar. Zakainin how great are the tzaddikim, the Talmidei Chachamim, that revealed to us those things. So, you know, as we see soon, it was doubtful about such a thing. You want to tell me that this, different worlds under this world? Doesn't, doesn't look to me like anything that, that could really be. So, says Rabbi Nehorai, Zakainin un they know all the secrets of the world that nobody else knows. Oi, for those people that don't believe on them and they argue with them. There's no, no way you can argue on people that know the secrets of the world. Whenever Rabbi Norai went to Bet Midrash, to the shul, to learn, he heard Torah, always cry, cry, cry. So people saw him in the shul, in the yeshiva, in the Bet Midrash, crying. They tell him, why are you crying? Why are you crying? Because in the past, I didn't believe what Chachamim told, what Chachamim said. They said the seven layers, six layers underground. I didn't believe that. And now I'm scared because I doubted Chachamim. Zekmara, the Zohar, explained to us within those things that we just read, and I told you that on the outside, we will see them inside, also those things that we know today as a fact, although in history, they didn't, the, the scientists didn't believe it. What are the Zohar saying? In the same page over here in Dafyud, says the Zohar that you should know, The world is like a ball. Sometimes people are on top, sometimes people are on the bottom. People read this in the Zohar, they, they, they didn't understand how could that be. The world is flat and there's nobody on the top, there's, everybody's on top and not on the bottom, otherwise they would fall. So the Zohar knows. So this is a famous Zohar, but it's the same place to show you that just like those things that nobody back then in history uh, uh, believed and he didn't agree with the Zohar, 
you, and now everybody knows that the world is round and people on the bottom and the gravity holds them on the, on the ground. It's just same thing with the other things that we are right now skeptical. We're saying maybe yes, maybe no, what the Zohar is saying. It, it doesn't sound so true. It says the Zohar, no, it's in the same place, which is in the same breath. Every person in the world looks differently, right? So the Zohar tells you, if you go to China, you see different di- people different than us. Now, when the Zohar spoke, they didn't, they, nobody went to China, and nobody from China came here. So what are you talking about? People live all over the world, they look all the same, they're all the same. We know that it's not like that. Wherever you go in the world, you have people looking very different, very, very different than people from the other place. Says the Zohar, there is in the, in the world places that in one place it's light, and in the same time it's dark for the other. doesn't make any sense. If the world is now light, it's day, it's day all over. How could it be that in one side of the, of the globe would be dark, on the other side, light. It doesn't make any sense. Today, we, 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 we already understand everything. One place is, is night, one, day, one place is day. Some places are constantly always day. Says the Zohar. Unbelievable. There's a, now you have to say, Rav Shimon Bar Yochai never went, uh, never went traveling like Columbus did all over the world to know this information, right? So he tells you there, is places, there are places in the world all the all year is light. And whenever, when, how long is the night over there? A moment. Small moment, small hour that ch- and right away it goes into day. It keeps on explaining this in length. And, uh, and, and, and within that Zohar, he says what we, what we said before. Same Zohar. And so on and so forth. So that we saw. Says the Zohar, Sidura de Alma. This is Zohar in Bereshit Daftet. Sidura de Alma Besheva Kitrins Galgelan. Sheva Ratzot Inun. Dal Elam Inda. What's the name of this Ratzot again? Eretz Adama, Arka, Gain, Eshiyat, Siyat, Tevel. Leela Mikulu Tevel. Dichtiv Ushpot Tevel. Bezedek we saw that. Kad Nafak Adam Mikinda de Eden. When HaKadosh Baruch punished Adam Rishon, he threw him out of Gan Eden. He went all the way down to Eretz. It's a dark place. No light whatsoever. There's no constellations, no stars. When he went there, says he got very scared. It was there. The sword. After he made Teshuvah, Shabbat passes, Shabbat, picked him up to Adama. threw him. Now he uplifted him to Adama. Over there you do have light. From stars and constellation. All there, you have the descendants of Adam Rishon that was born on the 130 years that he was there. They're constantly sad. They have no reason to be happy over there. Not happy. Sometimes they go out and they come to this world. Here you have again. The UFOs that comes from Adama, and then they become uh, sometimes evil. They also pray, 
ומתיישבים בדוכתאיות המן, then they go back over there, and they sit in there, and so on and so forth, going to the next one. כיוון דחתה קין, when קין sinned, אחית להקדוש ברוך הוא להוא אתר דקרא ארץ, הקדוש ברוך הוא threw him to ארץ, כשעסק יצא, גירשת אותי היום מעל פני האדמה, והייתי נע ונעד בארץ, הקדוש ברוך הוא תוקי מעל ואדמה פולי מן ארץ, בגין דתמן נדחה אידחיה והתארך, והיה כל מוצאי ירגני, said every person that would find me over here will kill me, because you have the lot החרב המתהפכת, he got scared, עבד אכיל וערער בתשובה, סליק להקדוש ברוך הוא לארכה, ועבד תמן והוליד בנין. He started giving his birth to children. Where? In ארכה. That's the next world. ובארכה התנהירו דנעיר מגושם שער ודאי יאב אסטאר. זרעין זרעין, נתעין נילנין, לתמן חיטין. כל עינון דתמן, everybody in ארכה, עינון מתולדות קין. All of them are the descendants of קין. מינון גוברים מילאין, some are very tall and big, מינון זירים, some are very small. Let לאו. דעתה שלים כשאר בני נשא, they don't have a mind like others, which means a full mind, they're not wise in any way. זכאין אינון לזמנין, אדם הווה באדמה, אדוליד שט, ומתאמן סלק להלה ארבע דרגין מקין, שט went up. Yeah, now explains, next world, גי, ההוא באמצעות דאלה ותתה, דייקרא גי, בן הינום, which means you have over there the גיהנום. Now it's interesting that you have a גמרא, open גמרא, The Gemara says in, uh, in, in uh, Shabbat, Gemara in Shabbat Lametet says that there's something called Chamet Tveria. So anybody that was in Tveria in Eretz Yisrael, hot water that come from underground, like a well, hot water from the well that come from underground. So there's a Gemara in the Gemara. If they are Toldot Ha'ur or Toldot Ha'chama, are they hot because of the sun or because of the fire? Fire? Where does fire? Rabbanan says that it is exactly on top where the Genom has a certain uh, uh, pipe, so to speak, that pushes over there, and that's why it's hot. The heat comes from a pipe from Genom. So it says the Zohar, Gei, Daihu b'imtsu de'ela le'etata, Daikre Gei ben Hinom. Urtua chada nafka mitaman le'ela le'etevel. And there is a pipe. that goes from that place all the way to Tevel, where we live, with Tevel. That's called Gei Ben Henom. Over there is the opening of Gei Now, I said something very interesting on, uh, on, on Shabbat a couple of weeks ago. You have a Chumash that I can see for a second? We said in the Chumash that um, Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe Rabbeinu has a machloket With Korach. Thank you. Korach, Korach starts arguing with Moshe Rabbeinu, starts doubting Moshe Rabbeinu. So Moshe Rabbeinu gives a, set, a certain prayer that changes. And he also he, he asks that things would, would be done in a way that sounds very strange. And let's see how it works in the parasha. The parasha says like this. When Moshe Rabbeinu asks that a Kadosh Buhu should create a new creation that, that Korach and his people would go underground. So what's the Lashon that Moshe Rabbeinu uses? He says like this, If they'll die normally, Hashem didn't send me. That would not be a proof that Hashem sent. But if Hashem makes a new creation in the world, and the Adama opens its mouth, 
which means the land would open its mouth, the land would swallow them, they'll go into the ground alive. They'll live underground alive. And, and the Gemara says, and there's a Midrash that says, that Korach and his people are, are still alive underground, and they constantly, on certain timing, scream, How do they live in there alive? How do they live in there alive? My son asked me, how do they live? My son asked me, I told him this, he said, well, what? how do they live in there? I don't understand how they live underground. And it says over here that they were punished to go Chaim Sheola. But what was Moshe Rabbeinu asking? That Adama should open up. Patsta Adama et Pia. The land open up. And all of the sudden, the, the Pasuk changes words. What happened? We spoke about Adama, where the, the Eretz came from. Now the land, the Eretz, open up the mouth as well. What does that mean? But according to the way we explain right now, it's beautiful. There is Adama, there is Eretz. Moshe Rabbeinu didn't want that people should go all the way to Eretz. They hope that they'll do Teshuvah. When you do Teshuvah, just like Adam Rishon did, so you don't have to be in Eretz, you could be in Adama. In Adama, at least you have a sun, you have people, it's not so dark, you don't have... It's not as scary. Eretz is completely scary, but Korach didn't do Teshuvah. Since he didn't do Teshuvah, so the, what Moshe Rabbeinu said, that Adama should open the mouth, the, the Adama indeed, as the low, low, deep Adama opened up the mouth and was ready to swallow them and not further. But since the Korach didn't do Teshuvah, he went all the way down to Eretz. Now, who did Teshuvah? Who did Teshuvah was Korach's children. And if they did Teshuvah, why did they go underground? The Gemara says that Makom Nifzar Lahem they got a high place. Now I ask the question, who cares if they got a high place, a low place? Once, uh, once, you, once a person is, is underground, he dies, and what's the difference where you are? But according to the way you're explaining, explaining it's beautiful. Because a high place is much better to live than a low place. They did the Shuvah in the last minute. They are in a higher place in those worlds. And could be they are in Eretz or in Gay, as we explain right now, but in the, they are in a higher place. By the way, it says over here, when you take a look, it says, Verdu Chaim Sheola, Sheola without a Vav. I saw the Mefarshim ask over here why it's missing a Vav, and they're saying because they went down six Medore Genom, Shiva Medore Genom, which is six. But according to the way we're explaining, it's beautiful. They went all the way down six, six lands underground to all the way uh, what we call Eretz. So that's a, that would fit very, very nicely what we're saying over here. The Zohar explains here that there is Neshia, and over here are those uh, E.T. features, Bnei Nasha Ketuin Zeirin, they don't have any legs, they cut their legs, let alone Chotmim, they don't have a nose, Bartren Nukvin, they only have two holes over here where they breathe from, the Nafka Baruchah, Anything they do, they forget right away. That's why it's called Neshia. Next world, upper, is They look over there, good. Whenever they found out there's on top, on our world, water, they see this water, they go over there. And, and, and that's where you see those people. So now, when we try to see those cases, I'll give you an example of what it says in the Zohar 
פרשת ויצא, דף קנ"ז עמוד א', יצא זה כניס, רב חייא ורב יוסי אבו עזל באורחה, they went on the road, תוסטו חכמים, רב חייא ורב יוסי, אמר לרב יוסי לרב חייא, בכל זימנא דזלין באורחה, as long as we walking on the road, ולענן באורייתא, and we are learning תורה, קודשא בריך הוא מרחיש לניסא, הקדוש ברוך הוא make us a miracle, if we are walking on the road, and we learn תורה, הקדוש ברוך הוא make us a miracle, השתא, אורחא דקאריכלן, we going on a long road, נתעסק באורייתא, קודשא בריך הוא יסתווג באדן, הקדוש ברוך 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 הוא יסתווג באדן, You, you can, you, in, in Eretz Yisrael, you walk down the desert, all of a sudden a uh, tunnel could open up and you'll see six uh, Palestinians, Lo Alenu. But over there, that's the case. All of a sudden somebody comes from underground, opens up an opening on the, on the rock, and comes out. Tevahu. They were amazed. What is that? And our creature. You know, we're talking about, a, a, you know, we're talking about a UFO. We're talking an alien. It doesn't look like a regular human being. So, whoop. What is that? אמר רבי יוסי, מנאנט? רבי יוסי אסקי, מו היו? אמר מאנשי ארקה ענן, I'm coming from the world called ארקה. אמר לו, ותמן את בני נאשה, over there we have people. אמר, he asked them, he asked them, you have people there? אמר, אין, זרים וחצדין, we live over there, we plant with this, מנאי ובחזו אחרה משניין, משניין מנאי, וסליקנא גיבאיו, למין דמינאיו, משמע דערה דתון בא, anyway, makes a long story short, They look to the right, they look to the left, the person goes down, and it disappears. Now, when we're talking about this, there is a Gemarain Menachot. Gemarain Menachot, Daf Lamed Zayin. The Gemara says over there that, Chacham, his name was Plimu. He asks Rebbe, Let's say you have a person that has two heads. So which head should he put the tefillin? So Rebbe thought, he's making fun of him. Such a question? You're making fun of me? We're learning Torah over there. It's a serious matter. You're making fun of me? You have a choice. Either you go out and you exile yourself, go out of town, or you accept yourself that you'll be for a certain while excommunicated. So while he was getting his punishment, while they were talking still, all of a sudden the person walks in the door to ask the rabbi a question in halakha. He tells him, I have a, I have a newborn. And he has two heads. He's a newborn. I need to do Pidyon Aben. How many do I give? Five slaim or ten slaim? Is he one person or two people? That is the Gemara. Sestos fought over there. You should know. In this world, you don't have... That's, that's a defect. You don't, that's very uncommon to have two heads. The Midrash says the following. Ashmedai, that's the king of the coast. Ashmedai, The story over there, this Tosfot brings. And the, and the Midrash says that one time Ashmedai came to, came to Shlomo HaMelech, which was the wisest in the world. And he asked Shlomo HaMelech, are you the wisest person? Shlomo HaMelech said, that's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu told me. So Ashmedai told him, you want to see something you never saw, some, never you saw in your life? He says, of course, let me see something new. Ashmedai pulls his hand, boom, he picks up a person with two heads. Shlomo HaMelech was amazed. He was stunned. So Ashmedai went for a while. Uh, while, while this was happening, Shlomo HaMelech calls Bnei Ben Yoyadai, shows him, he says, yeah, yeah, we learned about this in, uh, in we Mekubal, that there are worlds underground with such people with two heads. 
So then, after a while, when Shlomo HaMelech already saw what he saw, he told uh, the person, do you want to go back to your home? So he said, of course, I want to go back home. So he called the Shmedai, he told him, take him back home. He said, no, I can't. Once I pull somebody out, I I can't pull him back. Okay? So this person married a woman. That's already in that Tosfot. He had a boy with two heads, and he had other boys with one head like his wife. Now, one day, the father with the two heads dies. So they have to, to, to give, you know, there's, there's, uh, there's, they have to share what the father left. So, the man with the two heads says, I, I deserve two parts. I'm, two, I'm, I'm a two-man person. Mm-hmm. It goes by the head. Give me two parts of whatever our father left. And brother said, no way. What do you mean? You have one person. You happen, to have, you happen to have two heads, but you're one person. Back and forth, back and forth. They said, let's go speak to Shlomo Melech. He'll decide. They went to Shlomo Melech. Shlomo Melech, wow. That's such a question he never got before. He told them, let me sleep overnight. The next day, he came up with a solution. He said that... Bring the person with the two heads in front of me. He, and, and he asked his servant to cover his head, one of the heads covered, that he's not going to see anything that happens. He warmed up, he asked the servant to warm up water, and when he warmed up hot, hot water, he poured it on the other head. And all of a sudden, both heads started screaming. So he tells him, what are you screaming? It's not your head, it's somebody else's. You see from here, you one person. That's the case of Shlomo Melech with the story. But you see, there are such features that, now you have to understand, when we're talking about UFOs, it's not only underground, you also have on top, because there are poskim, kadmonim, huge rabbis, that believe that there are UFOs on top as well, not only from underground. For instance, Rav Yudha Barceloni, he's called Kuzari Sheni, writes openly that there are UFOs, there are aliens, Sefer Abrit, writes in length about such things. He says that there are creatures in other worlds as well. And Sa'ad Yagon Chasdai, he wrote the Sefer Or Hashem, writes the same thing. And the proof to that, that many bring, is that that Devorah uh, uh, sings, Shirat Devorah, in Shoftim Heikaf Gimel, she says, Oru Meroz, Amar Malach Hashem, Oru Aror, Yoshvea, Kilobau Le'ezrat Hashem, Le'ezrat Hashem Begiburim. What does that mean? Oru Meroz, Says the Gemara in Moed Katan Tetzayin, what's Oru Meroz? It's a certain star. There's a star in the Shamaim, in the star in the sky that's called Meroz. And over here, she curses that star. Oru Meroz, Meroz is cursed. Amar Malach Hashem, the, the the angel of Hashem says, Oru Aror Yoshvea. Who's cursed? Those that sit on that star is called Meroz. Should have came to help us in the war. They didn't come to help us in the war. They are cursed. So comes the mefarshim that we explained before, and they say, you see from here that there are those that live in other worlds. They have over there aliens. They have over there certain uh, uh, population that could come and help us in a time of need. That's where the source. That's one of the sources that they bring. This is also known from the Rebbe Melubavitch when he was asked this question, do, do, uh, are there any aliens that come from other words? He says, absolutely. And he says, this is a proof. Well, we don't need to speak about it much, he said, but you have over here a straight-out proof to that thing. So, we did over here m- m- touch on a on, on few things, very, very 
you know, on on it was it was just on the tip of the top of the of of, of so it's just so we can feel it a little bit. There's much more that have to do with that. Again, I encourage everybody to go and see the the, the mystical creatures. Unbelievable, unbelievable. You go to rabbishaitahan.com, rabbishaitahan.com, and the mystical creatures, or you 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 type my name, Shaitahan. Mystical Creatures, you Google, it comes up. Beautiful series of what the Torah believes. And, and, and you'll find over there beautiful uh, uh, things about what the world has and we don't even know. And we, you'll enrich your knowledge. And this is one of the things. Thank you very much for coming tonight. Wow, wow. That's amazing. Wow. Wow.